We're back to Neil Haley show. My guest today is Steve Wright, and we're going to talk about his book. But again, again, he is a, a survivor and also a NFL former NFL star. How are you, Steve? Entrepreneur, and you got to be really excited about your book launch that just happened a couple days ago, right? It's been yes. so cool for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's blown us away at the warm reception from just all of our. Uh, interested parties it's uh yeah made the number one new release uh yesterday for amazon which was crazy and it sounds like a lot of people are having trouble buying the book getting the book delivered from amazon they weren't ready for such a huge uh uh, uh bunch of orders well that's exciting and i think that it really makes you feel good especially when you're seeing these five star reviews because uh, the 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 blood sweat and tears that you and Lizzie put into this book, right? Yeah, it is. We we've talked about the last few mornings. It's uh, you know, indie uh, indie publisher. They just really don't do a lot of the marketing for us. Actually, they don't do any, and that was part of the deal. We knew it going in, and thank goodness I've got a partner like Lizzie. Yeah, we just pounded uh, social media and podcasts and. Um, everything we could possibly do and it's paying off it's it always it's the same recipe all the time hard work hard work but that's what you've done your whole life so kind of explain that from getting making the nfl which was a struggle to start becoming an entrepreneur everything it's been hard work explain the power of hard work my thing has always been hard work plow through an open door when there's an open door um don't plan too far ahead because you might not get ahead. Take care of the business right now, just like writing this book. We weren't planning and thinking about all the steps of finding a publisher and um, all the work we'd have to do with the marketing and everything. We couldn't do anything unless we had a book. So I just started writing. Um, and it's the same thing in football and starting my businesses. It was just uh, making the Dallas Cowboys when I was 21 years old with 120 other free agents and only three of us made it. I had a room with five other free agents. All five of those guys disappeared within about three weeks. They were always thinking about the game coming up, the practice game, the preseason game. I was focused for some reason on just the next morning because I knew my time was probably pretty limited. So I'm going to give it the best I can tomorrow morning, not tomorrow afternoon at the passing drill or something that I really love. I'm going to, all the focus was on the morning. The same with starting my business. It was just, uh, I had an idea and I started small. And next thing I know, I landed the 1996 Summer Olympics. A door opened and I charged through. And that's the key. The door opens and you charge through and we've had different stories. And that's the thing about your book is you tell the stories of being aggressively human and this kind of explain being what that means in your definition. Aggressively human is finding the balance between aggression and empathy. Um, and there is a balance. Uh, I know my wife appreciates it knowing that I can be aggressive when I need to be, but also having the empathetic, compassionate heart that I was born with. I had to develop the aggression uh, at an early age, just in sports, but you really see a lot into like today's society, you know, guys swinging one way or the other, and they stay in that zone either way. Um, I think to be a, a, a 
uh, a balanced human being is exactly what it is. It's the yin and the yang, the aggression with the empathy. And it's, uh, it takes practice. I've been a Buddhist. I meditate. Um, I anticipate what the day is going to be like. Um, I come out of it with intentions for the day. I'm balanced. I know that I'm going to come up against some possible aggression, aggressive areas if it's in conversation or a business meeting or something. But then, then knowing that, okay, just going to take it down a couple of notches and keep myself cool, which will keep everything cool. When did that journey begin where you kept yourself cool? Um, it was, it was, it was lessons along the way. I write in my book where you know, I'm playing basketball in high school and I ran by a guy. I was just frustrated and I threw an elbow into his jaw and I was like, what? And my parents were sitting in a stance and I ran by him and I could hear his teeth clanking and he fell on the ground. His mouth was bleeding. I was like, oh my moly. I got thrown out of the game. I look up, my parents are leaving, you know, because they're just embarrassed. And so it took a few of those to kind of start realizing, like, wait a minute, learn how to control your anger and your and your frustration. So it started at an early age and it's it's taken a while to develop. Um had a couple episodes, just I, I wrote it in the book that I just, I, you know, tried to avoid um, some fights, uh, but I couldn't. But it's just, it's a, it's a life process. I talk about a few of my friends all the time, wish we had the wisdom now back then. But um, mentors helped me a lot along the way um, with the aggression, with, um, you know, everything from from prejudice to all kinds of different areas. It's just finding people. Um, my, my dad gave me a loving talk after after what should have been an ass whipping. Instead of doing that, he sat me down and told me, you know, you got to learn how to deal with these aggressions. So it's it was a life journey. But how did you start to practice really more of that meditation and things like that? What age? I started, I started meditating about 12 years ago when I was on Survivor. Um, one of my castmates um, taught me how to how to meditate. We had you know just endless hours, um, you know days on end. I was in the game for thirty one days and I lost thirty three pounds. You do a lot of nothing, so I sat around and I meditated a ton and really got into it to where I found myself really missing it. And I do it. I, I did it this morning. And if if I don't do it, I I, I feel just a little empty and a little out of whack but if, as long as i sit there and set my intentions for the day the day goes smooth as silk no matter what happens so it's do you clear your mind in meditation or do you think about things that are I, both I, it's a great question i clear my mind as much as i can but and, and when you clear your mind crazy good stuff seems to come to mind it's just something pops in at a different angle to look at some situation with a person or a problem or uh, an opportunity, um, but definitely quiet the monkey mind. And it, like anything else, um, in the in the weight room, it takes me 10, 15 minutes to warm up. It's the same thing with meditation. It takes about 10 minutes for your mind to slow down and get all the monkey mind, get all the future, you know, the later in the day things that I got to do or problems I had the day before. Let your mind slow down, focus on my breathing all the way out i'm thinking about nothing but my air leaving my body and all of it coming back in back and forth for you know 10 minutes and then you just go into a, a really quiet beautiful zone and that's when a lot of things kind of start sparking 
that uh, I found anyway. And so I'm, I'm sitting for 15, 20 minutes every day. Wow. And that's powerful, you know, to, to sit there and do that. And it changes your day for in so many ways. And how do you kind of not allow your anger to get to you throughout the day? What types of things do you do when negative things pop in your head? Well, or- because I've already set my intention for the day um, that it's just it's not it's not going to. And again, too, it's 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 not a perfect world. It has taken you know, well over a decade to to get this down. And I sure, I, I still get steamed a little bit, but um, I used to really freak out with the traffic, cars running around behind you and honking and, you know, flipping you off or something like that. I just kind of smile inside and just chill. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, if you set, if I set my intentions for the day, everything goes smooth. Interesting. That is, then if any negative things come in your brain, you already set your attentions and yeah. that's the power of meditation. Now, what yeah. do you want to say to the, all, the, all the fans that you've developed in the, this whole process of releasing the book and now seeing how many people have bought the book and have talked about the book and all these things, it's got to feel so, so good. What, what, what message do you have for your fans? It, does, it feels, it feels crazy good. Because again, this is one of those things that we just uh, shot from the hip. I, I decided I'm, I'm going to write this book. It's you know it was during the pandemic, so I, I just started writing, and one thing led to another. It started to develop a theme, um, and then uh, the title. My wife came up with the title after seeing this. Um, I just uh, for me, I think uh, everybody's got a great story. It might be a bad story, but it's it's an interesting story. We're all on different paths. Um, I would just say within the the writing, um, it's an amazing self discovery journey uh, that was that took me back to you know grade school names I had completely forgotten that started popping into my head um, episodes through high school, my prom, and what all went on that night. And, it's it's a fabulous journey. Even if you don't want to write the book, you know, if you journal it out, who knows what what can become of it. And again, I wasn't planning on putting this out and making it, you know, a, a number one new release on Amazon. I was just I was just writing my story, and with the help of my wife, it it really became into quite a story that I'm really proud of. And then I had I couldn't have somebody else tell my story, so I did the audible which was, you know, just super, super fun. Um, spent like, I think it's a seven and a half hour listen. And I put uh, seven, four to five hour sessions in to do this. So it's a, it was a, a journey of love and uh, just sharing my story that uh, I just appreciate everybody wanting to pick up a fun read. They you know, might not win any literary awards. I'm not sure. And I'm not really too worried about that, whatever becomes of it. But I know they're buying the book and uh, getting a lot of great reviews on it. And you're definitely showing that even though you we talked about in the first interview I had with you, you're not looking to do a lot of speaking. You're probably going to get a lot of opportunities now by after they, after they read the book. How many stories were left out of the book without telling stories? Oh like when you were journaling. Yeah. Well, the, the book is 217 pages. And... You know, I'm, I'm 64. It's uh, and I had 13 years of professional football, which is, you know, 
800 pages of stories in itself, uh, good and bad and crazy and ugly. And um, there's just an absolute ton. I've thought of quite a few stories since then. Um, that, uh, yeah, that, uh, who knows? Second edition. I don't know. It's uh, so by doing a weekly podcast guest appearance, Steve, we're going to go to things like certain players like Bo Jackson and have a conversation about Bo, have a conversation about some of the people you play with. I'll have to look because ultimately the coaches, uh, I guess, meeting uh, some uh, legends in the game and, and then legends in life that you've met going to different events and things like that that you could that you have stories about I, that stuff always doesn't end up in a book because you only have a certain amount so right, you know. exactly. yeah and i just uh, I, I didn't want to go too deep into too many for no other reason but i just wanted to kind of touch on many of the stories um yeah i'm wide open to all the podcasts and um speaking engagements and q a's and everything else so if anybody's listening i'm i'm, I'm available you can find it find me at writeauthor.com exactly writeauthor.com for more information and uh it just feels great uh and more more to come steve i i like i said i'm gonna start thinking about it like if you would list like some of the legends of the game that you met there are so many and then ultimately when you were an entrepreneur mm -hmm. Do you have one story to share really quickly of one you did not put in the book that of an entrepreneur? You, I mean, when you're you were in your entrepreneur journey of somebody you met that was famous that you really learned something from. Is there any of those stories? Mm. Or is that on the well, top of the head for maybe the next I, time? Tony Robbins kind of took me under his wing. It was in his early days, um, but I do have a couple of stories about him taking me up to Minneapolis in his jet and um, helping me. Uh, through the entrepreneur mindset, um, going to all the seminars and walking on the burning coals. And it just, it means it's not just walking on the burning coals, but it's, it's take the first step. If you're going to do something, step with intention and keep moving. Don't just kind of fiddle around with it. Go with an intention of, of charging forward. Amazing things happen. Um, so we'll just go with Tony, but have yeah. you stayed in touch with Tony throughout the years? I have not. I have not. He's he's gotten large, and uh, I've, hey, I've, you're large I've, now in the book, so you maybe need to tag him, saying, "Look at this. I wrote a book finally now, Tony." Yeah, you come I'm, on my I'm, podcast. I've become disengaged from a lot of that. I don't really watch a lot of football anymore. Um, do pay attention to the Raiders a little bit. Um, I'm going up to the Raiders in two weeks up to Las Vegas to be what's called the ambassador uh, at the Chiefs uh, Raider game on the 26th of November. Um, take a bunch of books up there. I've got a few signing uh, opportunities up there and go into the suites and see some old teammates. They're going to be doing the same same deal with the ambassador and grinning and grabbing and uh, just having a great time. Awesome, and maybe I bet Taylor Swift will be there too. Who knows? It's again against the the Chiefs. Oh, I'm not a Swifty, but <laughs> but, but that I, will get I, you. I, so I, if you end up getting a picture, that could be another ten thousand book sales. Oh my gosh! Everything Anyone she touches is gold. You gotta you gotta respect her. No, that's the thing. Billionaire. 
Jeez. So there you go. And, and that's the power of how quickly things can move for people. Cause no one would think a, a, just become a billionaire based on a tour. Yeah. That is genius. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's lots of people involved in that. Just like your success, which you never thought would happen to be number one. So best place is writeauthor.com. Let's continue this, 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 the, the sales, right? And you maybe need to start calling New York times, right? Saying, come on now, right. New York Times best-selling author. If you could keep going. There's just not enough time in a day, but yes, I will be reaching out to them as long as well as everybody else. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm spending three quarters of my day like this. Well, that's a good thing. It's See, there you go. It's, so, it's so a, you might, but you're going to have to go and meditate now. Well, we it, appreciate it's, it. it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great thing. I'm sitting here in the comfort of my house, looking out the ocean and working. It's wow. it's it's a it's a beautiful setup wow. and a beautiful beautiful partner and co co-author with me. Absolutely. Uh, charging the hill and uh, it's paying off. Well, congrats, Steve. We appreciate it, sir. Thank you. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley Show, and we'll be back in just a moment. 